We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Salute to Knicks Nation. CP from Knicks Van TV here. And today's podcast is brought to you by Scotch Porter men's grooming products as you guys know this is the grooming products that i use for my beard i particularly use their premium beard wash conditioner balm and serum and i just love how it makes my beard feel man it it feels soft it's shiny it's smooth smells great and most importantly they use all natural products and for all Knicks Fan TV, the podcast listeners, you can get free shipping on all orders on $50 or more. And also, they always have sales on their beard collections, so definitely check it out. You're going to want to go to www.scotchporter.com slash hashtag KFTV. That's scotchporter.com slash hashtag KFTV. Peace. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Knicks all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go, starting the stream up. Salute to Knicks Nation. Happy Saturday to everybody out there watching. Hope you guys are doing all right. CP from Knicks Fan TV here. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, diehard basketball fan, hit that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss the next show. It was a tough week for the Knicks Nation, man. We were getting dragged through the mud, whether through media, through the fans, current players, former players. It was a tough week for the Knicks, man. Capped off by an atrocious, atrocious showing against the OKC Thunder last night. That was just a, a completely forgettable game. And, and so I'm waking up this morning, you know, me and little man are watching cartoons, just chilling, you know, I'm checking the Twitter, checking, checking the news wire, seeing what's going on and everybody's reaction. And all of a sudden, I got a breaking news that the Nets have fired Kenny Atkinson, their head coach. The Nets have fired Kenny Atkinson. And I, I, I was just blown away, man. I was completely blown away. I have no idea what's going on in the name of culture, as they say. 
But, uh, yeah, the, the Nets have fired their coach, Kenny Atkinson. And so I want to tackle this in a couple ways. Number one, you know, from a Knicks standpoint, is this something that you guys are interested in? You know, let me know your thoughts. I've been posing this question on Twitter. The, the conversation's been going on on Instagram as well. Fan base is, uh, you know, pretty divided on it. And, and so we definitely want to hear from you guys. But I also want to hear from, I want to hear from the Nets fans today. Because I want to know what kind of coach they thought they had. And so to do that right now, I have on the line one of my guys. He's a diehard Nets fan. He's the host of the Front Office Podcast. Also a very successful tech entrepreneur. He goes by the name of Eve Darboz. Eve, how you feeling today, man? How you feeling today, man? What's what's going on, Eve? Talk to me. I mean, me, I, 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 I'm, I'm never going to celebrate or dance on somebody's grave. Of course, right? of course, of course. Yeah. You know, that, that Kenny Atkinson is a... Uh, is a good man. He represented the team in a in a great way, and and in and in a lot of ways, he's our he's our John the Baptist, right? Like he's the guy that that had to drag us here, so that the eventual Messiah can be born, or or, or, or however that goes down. Yeah. The 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 but I I'm relieved mm. that Kenny is gone because uh it, it was time and not. And, and a lot of people are mistaking even last year's success and in, in understanding, you know, uh, uh, what Kenny's role was in it and why Sean Marks had to finally do what, what he did. And I'd be happy to break it down for you guys and, and, and the Knicks fan. And, and guess what? This has this has potential, uh, uh, you know, and some kind of inflection point for the the Knicks as well because Kenny is a former Nick, former Nick, Nick co- coached I mean, under the D'Antoni uh, era, what was correct. known to be the point guard whisperer. A lot of people give him credit for the rise of insanity. I don't, you know, I'm not sure how much credit you give him there, but yeah, you know this this guy had the reputation of a development coach. I mean, what do you what do you make of the timing of the whole thing, man? You guys are in seventh in the seventh seed, looking uh, into the playoffs. What it's do you make of, of the timing? What do you make of the timing the, of this? Man? The timing has to happen because we've got bigger fish to fry. Mm. Kevin Durant, you know, the, the reality is not, not only is he, you know, coming off of a, of a, of a brutal injury, he, he only has three years of superstar basketball left in him, if that. Mm-hmm. You know, Father Time is undefeated. Uh, I think he's the most brilliant basketball um, player in the league right now. However, you can't mess around with these things. The Nets, if if Marks saw what I saw, and and, and uh, I know you've seen my constant calls for him to be fired immediately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, and that was never personal. That just was functionally. I could see that this coach didn't understand why his team won. He understood how to make players better. He understood how to do the development part very well, which would do very well for the Knicks and where they're at in, in, in the world right now. But what he didn't un- know how to do is understand why his team uh, won games. And then on top of it, and it's probably his worst sin is he didn't have a perspective on where the league is right now on the Knicks. You guys have Julius Randle. He's not a post up power forward. Like in the traditional sense, he, did, he doesn't play like Chris Webber played where he would just get into the, 
um, stand on the box and stick his hand out for someone to toss him the ball. Power forwards start on the perimeter of, of uh, and get the ball, and then they dribble drive and go. You have these skilled bigs, and you know who was guarding, <laughs> who was guarding uh, uh, Julius Randle, Torian Prince, mm. and he wouldn't change. And no matter how many, we lost twice to the Knicks this year, and for the same reason, yeah, he did. because you guys punished us inside, and Kenny would not change. Mm. He had to go. So, so, so you think it's an X's and O's thing? You think development-wise, he did his thing, but X and X's and O's-wise, he, he just wasn't there. You know, the chess game, the, the game within the game, he, he just wasn't there. And and it's it's also the evolution part of it as well, because last year, uh, this is a little-known thing. The Knicks mm-hmm. and the Nets had the same record in December of last year. They were tied for last, and or maybe the, Nick, the Nets had a little advantage or, or, or some kind of tie break. But at some point, <laughs> they were they were in the basement together. And then Sean Marks had to step in and say, "You know, I, I drafted this kid. He's six nine. He's athletic. You've dumped him in the D in the G League. Play this kid Rodion's and take and take um." Uh, uh, you know, these misfits that he had playing power forward last year and Rondé Hollis-Jefferson and Jared Dudley. And a lot of people give Jared Dudley credit and I won't take away his leadership and all that, but he couldn't play. Yeah, He couldn't play consecutive games. He was just old and small for the position. And so now Rodion's comes in and Kenny takes the leash off of of D'Angelo Russell and the rest is history. They give him credit for that. But the, but but the paradigm shift, the, the moment that happened that, that changed all of that, Marks had to step in and tell him to do it. Mm. Now fast forward to this year, we're getting battered on the inside. We don't have the players that match up. <clears throat> and Atkinson believes this thing that, oh, the, they're bigger, but we'll be faster. Mm. Faster doesn't matter. It's, what, it's you know, what's killing the Rockets right now. It, it, exactly. And then like people were ce- celebrating the five and out. The moment teams scout you, it usually takes 10 to 15 games for people to figure out what you're doing or the little wrinkle that you've added that, that'll win you a few games in this league. But the moment they figure out, oh, shoot, we could just punish these dudes inside and they have, no, they have there's no way to stop us, the rest of the league just starts beating you like this. And then, and then do not think that last night finally benching Torian Prince and Wilson Chandler coming in, and then the team just rattles off. And, and, and you have to also understand the history of the Nets and the Spurs. The Spurs just beat us. Like, I think they had, like, up until last year, like, some kind of 50-game winning streak against us where we never beat them, not at home or away. And and we trounced them. We walloped them yesterday. And, not, and, and that had a lot to do with Mark stepping in and just telling Atkinson, Yo, this Torian Prince thing is not working, mm. and 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 I think we beat them by by six hundred last night. I don't, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I watched the Spurs remember. up last night, man. Very impressive. yeah. So Very impressive. so 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 that just goes to show that there's there's coaches for almost different moments of 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 your your team's evolution, and we we could go all the way back to Doug Collins, where he had the Bulls in the playoffs, and and. And the team, the, even the players knew that Doug Collins wasn't going to lead them to the promised land, and, and Phil Jackson came in. Then you had, you know, years later, Mark Jackson to Steve Kerr uh, last year, yeah. Ujiri having the ruthlessness, 
to fire uh uh um Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey, coach of the I, year, coach of the year got fired uh yeah out of Toronto, no doubt about it. That was a calculated it, uh risk there by Ujiri. Exactly. And and people keep talking about the Nets culture. The Nets culture is winning, right? We all the other things go out the door the moment you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. You're looking at a player in Kyrie Irving, you know, with all with all of the warts, and I'm and I'm one of those I'm not the type of Nets fan that just, you know, follows the cult. I'm 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 a diehard, but I'm not but I'm not gonna lie about my team. And you know, with Kyrie is just not, I don't think Kyrie is going to be healthy. No, nah, he's think not going to hold it, up, man. Mentally, it, it, physically, it, I, I think he's on the way out. It, it, exactly. <laughs> so if you have this small window, you can't just hope, uh, well, I hope Kenny Atkinson gets better. Yeah. You need to go out there and get the guy that have is going conviction. to secure the bag before yeah. this um uh, before this uh, window of opportunity with Kevin well, Durant well, closes. Well, that's the only that's the only thing that really makes sense to me, especially from a timing perspective. Because here we are, you know, weeks away from the playoffs starting, and you guys get rid of your coach. Now, Pooch is saying Anthony Puccio is saying that, um, and Ian Begley had also confirmed this. That seems like the, some of the players have wanted him out, and and what Listen. Puccio was saying on his live stream was. You know, he basically intimated that it was KD Kyrie. He was basically saying that, well, he, well, from what he heard, it was none of the players that were there last year. So you put two and two together. And also Listen. considering the fact that Marks was saying that he would be kind of um, consulting with KD and Kyrie on how they shake the team going forward. Listen, they they believe in consensus there. And I think, and I think that's exactly the way it, it should have gone. Whereas Marks takes it to the owner. The owner hears what Marks has to say, and before the owner makes the final decision, he might go check with Kate with Kyrie. He might go check with KD. But I can tell you, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a basketball expert. <laughs> you know, I write algorithms, dude. I'm, I, <laughs> I follow patterns. I'm not, I'm not a person who, who is going to sit here and tell you that I have sources. But from, you know, being a. a, a a season ticket holder, sitting courtside, developing relationships inside of the the organization, and and some of the players who just every now and then when you're beating them up, they might hit you in your DM and see that you know you have influence amongst the fan base. They might let you know things. Mm. I'm telling you 100% that I know for from a really good source that the players had nothing to do with it. Mm. That that they were woke up this morning as shocked as everyone else and they they did get asked and they did say yeah it's kind of crazy like like you know we our front court looks crazy and we're getting killed and we're not changing and everything that we see they see that they're, they're people they're humans but this was sean marks 1000 percent um and and for me I, I think a lot of people are looking at especially the media because mm. they they interview these guys, they get emotionally connected, they make friends, um, and and for someone to lose their job the way it, it happened, and at the time it happened is Diamond. is definitely so unorthodox. But I'm going to tell you can can and this is important. I, I just want to tell you why you have to do it now. Mm-hmm. One getting into the playoffs by default is is you know whatever that 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 almost hurts the nets if anything because they have a conditional draft pick that they could have kept if if they if they didn't make the playoffs but that's not even 
in their thinking or on their mind. Mm-hmm. But what's but what's on their mind right now is they have to go into this offseason and fix this team now. They want to find a guy or start consulting with the guy, even if they don't hire him now, even if uh, Harrington or one of those cats off the bench um, are the interim coach. I, um, I forget homeboy's name, but I, I, I think they Vaughn. gave it to him. Jack Vaughn. Jacques Vaughn, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, they gave it to, to, to Vaughn. I, I, I'm not surprised by that. Mm-hmm. However, they need their guy to assess the, assess the situation so that they can go into 2021 strong. 2021 isn't just a rehab year for KD. It's what they realize that they have to use every moment that they have left um, uh, in this season to basically figure out what the hell is wrong. Because the Bucks are strong. This is the Giannis era, especially in the East. Toronto is trying to devise a way to get, go get someone else. And they're still number two in the East. And then and then you still have Philly and Boston to clear hurdles of. You've got to build a team immediately yeah. <laughs> that is going to compete with those teams. And you need to take that assessment. And the way they have the the way they operate the the Nets front office is they get feedback from the coach and then they go out and get the guys the coach wants based off of the feedback from the coach. So the Travion Grams, the 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 Timothy Luau Cabarros, the the Garrett Temples, those are those are Atkinson type guys. He always gets guys like that. They need to overhaul that process and they need the mindset behind it. So you have to do it now because the clock is ticking and 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 uh, uh, the assessments have to be made while there's games that's being played, while the bullets are still being fired, because a coach can't find out anything about their players in the offseason when they're not playing. What do you make Someone- of the Mark Jackson conspiracy, man? There's some Knicks fans that's thinking Nets are, Nets are trying to jump ahead of the Knicks in the coaching search, and this could be a Mark Jackson marketing takeover the city type of move. What are you thinking about that, man? That's 1,000% false. There's no way. Um, Freddie Jackson got more of a job chance of um, getting the job than uh, Mark Jackson. Um, uh, the Nets are an analytic team. They're going to want a coach that's going to be that's going to job well with analytics. That's mm. going to take you know uh, notes from from uh, the 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 guys in, in in the front office. And Mark Jackson is not that guy. Uh, I think Mark Jackson is a leader of men. I think Mark Jackson is a great guy when you have two superstars who's going to want to listen to a voice that that makes sense to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be against Mark Jackson. I'm just knowing the organization, watching 82 and and, and, and being obsessed in the offseason still. Uh, I'm, I, 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 like I said, I, I think, um, uh, you know, you know, Freddie Jackson got a more of a chance to mark Jackson. <laughs> all right, so all right, so you basically feel like Atkinson was more, you know, yes, development wise, he was okay. He he was a stepping stone type of coach. But you're saying, you know, based on the windows of Katie and Kyrie, it, it's time to get that coach that can really help them get over the needle and, and move over the hump. From a Knicks standpoint, you know, mm-hmm. this is a team that's that's looking. Uh, we are rebuilding. We are building through. Um, the draft, hopefully, and and hopefully this is a, a continued youth infusion. Is this a coach that you would recommend 
from that standpoint, from a development standpoint, uh, 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 for the Knicks. You never know. I mean, he's a CAA client. He, you know, obviously nothing is has been announced in terms of the Knicks' interest, but just speculation would say that uh, maybe he does get a look. But what would you think about that? For So coaches get better, you know, and I think he could learn from this situation, you know, much in the same way Belichick and Cleveland, and you've seen this before, on a second chance, coaches get better. Um. I wouldn't. I, I I couldn't think of a better player, better coach for the Knicks where they are today. But I, the question would be, are the Knicks going to do the us? You know, go for the quick fix because I'm hearing in my circles that it's they're seriously going after Chris Paul. If you're going after Chris Paul, Kenny Atkinson isn't the guy you go get. But if you're going to do, not skip steps and really do a rebuild, Kenny Atkinson could would be the best coach for the Knicks. He understands the Knicks audience. He has Knicks pedigree. He uh he's from this area and he could develop a point guard out of nothing. I, you know, I, I I couldn't recommend a better player, I mean a better coach for where the Knicks are, but there's complications. He's he's the former Nets coach. He just got, you know, uh, uh free, but like you said, he is a CAA client. He probably knows Leon very well, and um, I, I think it could be a seamless, uh, uh, you know, addition, and it would make all the sense of the world. He'd, he'd fix a lot of the problems that the, the Knicks have. However, I don't, I don't think the mood at the Garden is, oh, we're going to do this slow. I think, the, I think James Dolan wants respectability. I think James Dolan wants to be able to walk in his building. <laughs> And feel like a winner, even if it's a team that's never going to win a championship. Oh, we always we always do it, man. We always do it, man. They 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 try to stay patient with it, and then they jump. You know, they they get itchy and start to jump the gun. And and I think that's what this Rose hire is about. But I hope that he'll he'll you know take the prudent steps to really build this thing properly. Yeah, I mean, in the letter he wrote, he said he it was going to take a long time. Yeah. And I think the Knicks fans know, like the good Knicks fans know. That that's what that's what it's going to take. What what the Knicks need is like two seasons, like the last two seasons that that the Nets had. People make the mistake, right? And I, and I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. People mm. make the mistake and go, "Oh, it's because of Sean Marks and Kenny Atkinson's players come came to the Nets. Players came to the Nets because of New York City, first and foremost. This is where you come to just cash in." Right and fly under the oh, radar. I mean, let's be and, honest; they they don't have to deal with the same bullshit that the Knicks have to deal with. Nah, like, well, look, well, look what's happening today. No, nothing really happened with KD or Kyrie. It just it it's it's Atkinson. And yeah, have, but it's kind of like. Have, but I mean, it, take it take it for this. Like, watch watch the media reaction and the league reaction as the week transpires. It would be nothing like the Fizz compared to the Fizdale firing. Listen, you know what I'm saying? No, no, but. Here's the thing that you cannot avoid that because most of the media members grew up Nick fans. If you just line them up and 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 go, Stephen Bondi used to come to the games with his dad, Philip Bondi, been a Nick fan all his life. Frank Isola was a Nick fan. Like the reason why they act like this, they're it's an, it's an emotional response. Mm-hmm. But still, the 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 microscope is still on you, whether you're in Brooklyn or or or, or whatever. The but point the point being is and the the overarching point being is the Knicks just have to let it 
evolve, if they let the team evolve and have two years where you have your first rough year, you figure out a style of play, that and, and you install an identity. The next year, you become a scrappy team. You you get into the lower rungs of the playoffs, and then you and then and then all you have to do is just be competent. If the Knicks can just show competency, players are going to just line up. They're going to just jump out of planes and parachutes and land in the garden to to play for them. They just have to be competent. But the problem with the Knicks is they never want to take those comp the the steps that show competency. They never want to build those infrastructure, uh, 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 you know, pieces that allow a team to, to, to grow. And the, and, and they look at us and they go, Oh, culture and all this. Listen, when you go to the Nets training facility, it looks incredible. I'm, I've been to Google's offices and it's like the same type of thing. And, but when you go to purchase, and I was I brought this up long before anybody wrote about it or said anything about it. I, I, they don't even practice that purchase. I forgot where they practice now. The like the, the structure, the resources. Up in, uh, Tarrytown. Tarrytown is where they are. Tarrytown, right? Yeah. When you go out there, it's like it's like how is this possible that this is the highest grossing the the uh, a team that's damn near a hundred years old, seventy plus year old franchise. And you got, and, and it's New York City. The Knicks should be practicing at the top of Empire State Building, and they're practicing in Tarrytown. Yeah, these are the, these are the little components that they just have to work on for the next couple of years. Because I don't wish the Knicks bad. You know, I know, man. You, you, know, you, you you're a classic Knicks fan, of course, of course, man. We, we've you talked know what I'm about saying. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my love for Brooklyn goes over everything, and that's how I became a fan of the team. But still. I, I don't wish bad. I think the greatest thing that can happen to us as a basketball community in, the New, in New York City is if we could just become two teams that go at it and dominate all the conversation in basketball. And I think they can do it if they just do those like rudimentary first couple of steps in the first couple of years. The Knicks fans stay patient, see see this thing through. And then the next thing you know, like I'm, I'm telling you, every it's they're not going to pick us first they're going to pick you guys first <laughs> if oh but but y'all got to become competent competent yeah. first the rest of the stuff after I, I hear that man i hear that well listen man i oh i definitely got cut off on him and call i'm calling back and just tell him thank you real quick that was my guy eve star Bose. Sorry, I lost you. <laughs> yeah, now I was just uh, I, I was just gonna wrap up, man. Just tell you, man. Appreciate the time and the insights. Um, nah, man. Yeah, it's, it's you know it's, I'm a big fan of you guys. I keep an eye on what you guys are doing. I think I think your format is genius, and uh, I'm a long time supporter, so I'm, I'm I'm happy to jump on. Appreciate it, man. Definitely appreciate the time. Evil we'll definitely catch up. Good luck to you, man. We'll, we'll see what happens down the road. But good good luck yeah, man. to you. We'll, we'll Let's talk. hope Popovich gets the job. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. <laughs> all right, man. Enjoy the weekend, bro. Later, fellas. All right, later. All right, that was my guy, Eve Darboos. Diehard Knicks fan. Closet Knicks fan. He's definitely a closet Knicks fan. Uh, weighing in on the Kenny Atkinson debacle at Barclays. Yes, I said debacle. I want this thing to spread like wildfire, man. All week, this whole past week, it was all about the Knicks and, and Knicks getting kicked for the Spike Lee garbage and all that. Now it's time for the Nets to get theirs. He said, Popovich, I want to hear what Popovich has to say 
about this fiasco with the Nets and firing Kenny Atkinson? You know, is it going to be the same visceral reaction that the Knicks got for Fisdale? This is a team, you know, we were, we were a bottom feeder. This is a team that's going into the playoffs. And they kicked this guy out. You know, interesting. Very interesting, man. Very interesting. So he disagreed with the premise that the players wanted him out. You had Begley, you had Pooch saying that, yeah, you know, the players were in on it. You have Bondi who says... This can't get signed off on without Katie and Kyrie's approval, which I would have to agree with. I don't agree with everybody, uh, you know, everything that Bondi says, but this has to have been signed off by Katie and Kyrie. Why would they, you know, just sit there and let this guy go when they haven't even, when, when Katie hasn't even, uh, uh, you know, gotten a chance to play under the guy? So, it, very interesting, man. Very, very interesting what's going on in Brooklyn. But we got bigger fish to fry, man. This is Knicks Fan TV. Make no mistake about it. Salute to everybody watching today. We got 530 people watching on YouTube alone. Salute to everybody if you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching on Twitch, on Twitter. This is the number one show for the fans, by the fans. I don't care what team you support. Your team is not presenting you this type of content. This is number one show for the fans by the fans. Hit that subscribe button below and the notification bell. If you're new in the chat, leave me a hashtag new so I can shout you guys out. Welcome to the channel. If you guys are new, always remember this show is also available in audio podcast format. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all the major platforms on the Knicks Fan TV. So if there's ever a time where you can't watch it on YouTube or, or you know, YouTube taking up your data plan or something like that, the podcast format is always, always available pretty much later in the day or the next day, depending on what time we go live. So that is the benefit of subscribing to the channel. Welcome, Peter Piatos. Welcome to the channel. We got Kurt Cobain in here. She says, shout out from Yonka. Salute to everybody in Y.O. Dark Matter R.A. says hashtag new. He's definitely not new, but he's been a longtime supporter. He knows what time it is. Salute to Dark Matter. Michael Maldonado, welcome to the program. He says hashtag new as well. Uh, yeah, man. Salute to all the mods checking in. And um, so, all right. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to open the lines up to the Knicks fans. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. Obviously, uh, we're going to be in a coaching search. Are you happy with Mike Miller? Are you happy with the job Mike Miller's doing? We're hearing Thibodeau. Is is a hot candidate on Leon Rose's uh, uh, list, and what will what will uh, happen with Kenny Atkinson? Could Kenny Atkinson be uh, a potential uh, target as well? Sports with G, welcome to the channel. Jamel Smith, welcome to the channel as well. All hashtag news. All right, so let me start up the um, switchboard. All right, first caller up, uh, area code nine one zero. What's your name? Where are you calling from, man? Yeah, it's Delano calling from uh, North Carolina right now. What's going on, bro? Is Delano Delano? I'm good. You know, another day, another dollar. Yeah. Of course, salute to everybody in the chat. You yeah, know, absolutely. as usual. You know what I'm saying? You know the vibes. Um, I have a problem. I mean, he's got a, got a, you know his his perspective on things. Mm-hmm. It is what I don't understand though. Um. Kenny Atkinson is not responsible for the players that the team brings in. He doesn't have anything to do with the front office. He mm-hmm. can give his opinion, and the front office still makes the choices that they make. So why would we blame him for a front office decision? 
if yeah. you're talking about, you know, Rody uh, Cool Roots and all that stuff, they should have went ahead instead of chasing for the big name of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Build organically. You already had your all-star in D'Angelo Russell. You could have went and got you a power forward that fits the bill. Yeah. Lord knows you could have picked any one of the Knicks, Scott, because we got about 17 of them. <laughs> we took them all. Lined we took them all. <laughs> Bobby Portis I mean, was that guy, have, man. Everyone that was listed as power forward, hey, we, we'll take them. Yeah. Uh, hey, so, so, so you're saying Marks, the, Marks the, is definitely has to have his, his, you know, responsibility. It should be his, his name in it, you know, in terms of who's accountable for, for what's going on. Yeah. Secondly, we already know the cancer that Kyrie Irving is. It's, it hasn't failed. He's gone to Cleveland. He couldn't lead them to a, to a playoff berth without LeBron. He gets a championship ring and still complains. He goes to Boston. Boston is now the team that you know, should have been, could have been contenders. And because Kyrie just couldn't lead them there, yeah. you know, your second round exit from being a Eastern Conference finalist the year before that, while he was out, then you go to Brooklyn and you still got a problem. You, you cost the, you, I'll never forget how you cost the team, the W in the opening game against the Minnesota Timberwolves, yeah, you had 50 points. Congratulations on that 50. But you know what else yeah. you got? You got to hold that L. Yeah. yeah All that because it's, it's of true, your decision-making. It's true. And that uh, had nothing to do with coaching. So where would you that be on, on, the, on so the Atkinson tip? Would, do you think the Knicks should be looking for Atkinson? Or, or, or would you would you rather keep Miller? Or and I, and I, it's the same with, um, with hiring either a college coach or keeping Mike Miller on. He's a low-profile coach who can get the job done. I don't mind the pit. if you're gonna if you're gonna go away from Mike Miller if you're not gonna if you're not gonna extend him coach, uh, as a head coach um, throughout the rest of the time you know then go ahead and see if you can maybe pair him and Kenny Atkinson together see if maybe he'll be hey. willing to bring him on onto his coaching staff. And that way you can still have the development factor because one thing you've already heard, Kenny Atkinson can develop point guards. True. And Mike Miller has been known for developing new players in the G League. So if that's the situation, then you have two development kind of uh, minded coaches for a team that's young who needs development. So perfect opportunity for both of them to do what they do best. And again, all this basically stems on whether or not one, the Knicks offer Kenny Atkinson anything because at the end of the day, they could be looking at They've been talking about Tibbs all day. And I still, like I said, disagree with that because, again, he's a higher profile. Bigger name means bigger expectations. More expectations. Yep. I, I, I agree with you on that for so sure. So I would rather temper that. Yeah, I, I've definitely so agree with cool you on with that I'm cool with Kenny sure, Atkinson. Man. Yeah, because as long as, as, long as we are trying to go for the as long as we're swinging for the fences and missing we're just we're going to continue to be the laughing stock we're in the news for all kinds of the wrong things as is the last thing we want to do is continue to you know hold l's because we still swinging for the fences can't hit it can't you know saying it doesn't make sense i'd rather just temper all expectations i i agree with you man appreciate the call delano appreciate it man so delano says 
Hey, if if you're not going to bring in Atkinson, maybe bring him in as an assistant. I I think his market is going to be, you know, um, very much past that. You're going to have a lot of teams looking for coaches, probably Minnesota. You're going to have the Knicks. You're going to have, obviously, the Nets, maybe Sacramento. Who knows what they do there? They're they're pretty much in limbo in terms of their leadership. Is Memphis looking for somebody? You know, I I think there will be teams, man. I, I think they're Phoenix. You know, I, I think there will be teams uh, potentially looking for coaches. So you never know. You never know. But from a development standpoint, I mean, I don't think you could really question his, his track record. You know, whether you want to give him credit for Lynn, he's had that 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 reputation for being a point guard, developer, D'Lo. Some of you Nets fans may not want to credit him for D'Lo, but obviously D'Lo's ascension has come, had come on the Kenny Atkinson. If you want to look at Dinwiddie, who, who rose his way up the ranks. Joe Harris, who was a work in progress. Karis LeVert, you know, so on and so forth. I mean, I, I think, I, I think development-wise, I think the track record is there. You know, maybe he and Miller are in the same position where uh, the Bulls definitely, Rich Jim Bulls definitely going to be looking for a head coach. They're, they're going to get rid of it. That owner is going to clean the whole deck. That owner is going to clean the whole deck, GM, president, and and uh, coach as well. So, you know, he's, he put it as he he felt like Atkinson was one of those stepping stone type coaches. Could be right. I don't think they gave him enough time with enough talent to really show. But that's how it goes in the league, man. Uh, unfortunately, that's how it goes in the league. You know, it's still a it's still a players' league. It's still a talent league. The talent still wins. So. It's hard to really say what type of coach you have there unless you get, you know, uh, unless you put him in that position. You didn't see him with with KD and those guys. So, but who really cares? That's the Nets. We're talking about the Knicks, man. What do we do to get better ourselves, man? Because let me tell you, man, last night was just another tough, tough uh, loss to sit through. Um, salute to everybody that came through, man. We we had a good turnout. We were, we were all at Clyde's Wine and Dine. Salute to Terry and Trey for uh, setting it up. Uh, we had a contingent from Germany come in. We had 50 people from Germany come to New York City because they're diehard Knicks fans. Go figure. And so we had kind of like a welcome party for them. Terry and Trey set it up. And it was a good time. We were all at Clyde's Wine and Dine. Had about 40 of us there watching the game. You know, what what whatever you call it, if you want to call it a game. But, um, yeah, man, salute to everybody that came out. Alex Collins from Ireland was in there, too. He's in town as well. This is Alex here in the middle. Um, so, Alex is here. It's my guy, Viv. Myself, Jay Ellison, Nick Time Show. It's a contingent from Germany here. These, these guys are squatted up, man. Squatted up. 50 people from Germany came to come check the Knicks, man. You know, and this is our group photo here. So, it was a good time, man. It was a good time, you know. Team is uh, pretty crappy, but listen, this is what the fan base is all about. This is why we have, you know, 500 people in this chat right now. I don't know if you're all Knicks fans, but I, I think, you know, the, the, the fan base just deserves a, a winning product and, and deserves to, to, to have a team that they could be proud of. So, yeah, good good times. Uh, Nate, what's going on, man? How you feeling? Yeah, I'm I'm feeling all right, pretty good. Yeah, what do you, uh, th- you think about this quick, Atkinson uh, stuff? Uh, I think um, it's kind of coming down to like what I thought. The talent always wins out in the end. Yeah, and the uh, the caller that you had on, mm-hmm. he was kind of talking about how like the Knicks, like all like the little things, is what 
kind of like adds up to like why we had this losing culture. Mm-hmm. And I kind of disagree with on like with him on that because mm-hmm. like if we had KD and Kyrie, like nobody nobody would care about that Spike Lee stuff. Nobody would care like if we were winning. Like winning cares all. Like, like nobody cares that we practice in Terrytown. Like yeah. It, it's I, it's I funny, you know. Wrong. You hear that with the players. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping to get an interview with Allen Houston. I want to get his thoughts on it. But you hear Jared Dudley talk about it. You yeah. hear KD was very impressed with the Nets facility. Eve also talked up this the facility. So I don't know. You, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. You, you know what I think it is. I think it's like uh it's like when everything's all good, you kind of just like ignore that kind of stuff. But when you're like 14, like 48 or whatever we are, and it's like you wake up and it's like, damn, I got to go all the way out to Terrytown yeah. to practice. Then that's when like people start like kind of hating. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. that kind of issue. I hate you. I hate you, man. Especially but, when, uh, when you say when you have a, a crappy record like that, man, you grasp at anything to, to figure out what's wrong with the team. Yeah. R- real quick, before I hang up, yeah, uh, you know, there was a coach that came into New York about like close to two years now. And he was promised that he was going to coach Katie and Kyrie, but they didn't come to that team, and he got fired, and he's available now. So, like, that's his opportunity. <laughs> um, like, I don't know. It's Take up that for data. Imagine that. The Brooklyn Nets signed phase. I don't know, but what do you what do you think? I don't know. You know, E shot down that Mark Jackson thing. I wouldn't be so quick to put it down, man. I think, listen, that could be a surefire way to get – a conversion of fans at a high clip. You go get Mark Jackson, I guarantee you, you lose some of the Knicks fans to go to Brooklyn. I mean, some people might not care. I don't really care, but I, I think that would be a legit strategy if the Nets were really trying to capture market share. You go get Van Gundy, you go get Mark Jackson. I think, yeah, that that would be a kick. I, that would be a kick to the gut for the Knicks, man, for sure. It would be, but... Like, would they win with Mark Jackson? Or yeah, I don't Fisdale know. Hopefully or not. Or whoever they take. Yeah, hopefully yeah, you take not. those guys, it's going to – that'll hurt your brand more losing. So, True. Yeah, that's True. all I got, man. All right, man. Appreciate, appreciate you. you Enjoy call. the weekend, Nate. Enjoy the weekend, man. Yeah, you know, the, the Jackson Hive would for sure flock to Brooklyn if they got him in time for KD. Uh, you know, getting healthy and stuff. Very interesting, man. But as he, he said, I love to see a point, point in time where both teams are good. Both teams are respectable. Right now, it just seems like we're a long ways away, man. Uh, let's see who's in the chat. We got 554 people in the chat. I want to salute Danny Thomas. Sends us a $5 super chat. He says he's checking in from the Bay Area, the Yay Area. Salute to Danny Thomas. I've never been to the Bay, man. It's always somewhere... Um, I want to get to, I want to take that road trip from LA, you know, go up to, uh, the PCH, take the scenic route, go through, you know, Redwood and all of that. Uh, I love California, man. It's a very, very nice, um, place, very scenic. I definitely want to check out the Bay. Uh, Guillermo McLean, Nets fan, checking in from Flatbush. Salute to Guillermo. We got Dins999 checking in from Mosquito Lake, Alabama, Mosquito Lake, Alabama. Uh, Adele Chapman, always repping Queens, but currently in Chi-Town. I was out in Chi-Town for All-Star Weekend. Um, so, uh, so to Chi-Town, another, another beautiful city. Way too cold, though. Chi-Town was freezing, bro. Freezing. Chi-Town was freezing, man, but we, we had a good time all the same. Uh, we got Clean Heart checking in from South Florida. Salute to everybody down there. Miami 305. We got Ellsworth Wright checking in from Jacksonville, Florida. Salute to Ellsworth. How you feeling? Okay, all right, let's go uh, uptown, Harlem World. John, John, what's going on, man? 
Coast Guard. Yo, turn down your volume, bro. I had a show called Baltimore, John John. Hey, peace, brother. How you doing? Good, good. You got to um talk up and turn your volume down. Appreciate it. Okay. No problem. Give me just one second. I was looking at the thing. Oh, you're watching TV. Thanks, man. Yeah, of course, of course, man. How you feeling, bro? You got me. Am I good? I'm loud and clear, man. Go ahead, man. All right. Um, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to you. Shout-out to all the Nick YouTubers. Shout-out to the, the brothers from Germany. I see you, the fans from Germany. I see you 50 people from Germany, Germany, man. Crazy, man. Crazy. I'm going to give a shout-out. Anyway, let me get to the main thing. No! <laughs> no, I don't want any accent for the Nick. Okay. Why Why do we do that? Why do okay. the Nick, one minute the Nick bloggers, maybe you, and then the fans talk so bad about what we did in the past. This is a David Fitzdale move. Don't you see that? Mm. This is a David Fitzdale move. Got fired by team, and then, then he was given, oh, he's good, he's doing this, fire, now we got to hire him. No, under no circumstance do I want him. Mm-hmm. Under none. Because what it borders on is desperation. No, we don't want him. No, we don't want him. Again, you said, no, you don't want Mark Jackson, bro. I really can't get past how you such an ass. You, 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 are you getting paid by the guy who he insulted that didn't want him to get? Are you part of that? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, J- John, John, all, of, all I'm of saying is this, man, with the Mark Jackson stuff, even with the Becky Hammond stuff, I don't want any distractions. I don't want any distractions. I no, like I, want, I like the one, Mike the Millers. Say that again. Well, yeah, yeah. I, as much as we try to avoid it, you know, it always seems like it is a distraction. You know, who would have thought that Spike would be beefing Hello? with the Knicks? I'm here loud and clear, bro. Can you hear me? I can't hear other stuff in the background. All right, so I don't want to hold this up. But I'm saying, bro, listen. Yeah. It's, everything, sometimes in life, things ain't popular, but it's the best thing, right? That's, right now, that's the state of our New York Knicks. Like, it might not be popular to some people like you or other individuals to hire Mark Jackson, but listen, he was a great player. Another great current day player gave him his vote of confidence. I mean, why do I have to keep, or the Knicks, or the, who you just said, the Jackson, whoever, people who got to say, do Steph carry any weight? Like, we talk, we know that Kyrie, and KD didn't back this guy up because he's out before he can even get both of them on the team. Yeah. Now, you got Steph, Draymond, all of them said no. They didn't want Mark to go. All you got to do is tell Mark, keep the religious stuff out. But everything else he has to offer our team is what we need. Why do we want to keep playing games? Like, he has four decades, you could say, of credibility with New York. Y'all keep talking about Charles Oakley, man. What about Mark Jackson? I hate, I, I hate John. I hate John. John, but Oakley. We're not talking about Oakley in in regards to in regards to being the coach. We talking about Oakley just being respected and and revered as a former player for this team. And so that's different, you know, when you're talking about respecting and and appreciating your legacy as opposed to bringing in. Uh, uh, a former player who, yes, I I understand all the history behind Mark Jackson. I like Mark Jackson. I like Mark Jackson, except when he was with the Pacers. Hated him with the Pacers. All of this, I hated that. I hated that. I hated that. That was just, that made the rivalry ratcheted up for me. I couldn't stand Mark Jackson on the Pacers. But, 
it's it's not about that, man. It's not a, it's not even about the X's and O's to me. I know you guys say he's been more of an isolation player and he slowed down the Warriors. You can change that. You can get an assistant coach that's a better X's and O's guy. I just think it's just that his reputation is just one that I don't think we want to bring in here. I don't think we want to bring in. It's not about... It's not about me hating him or, or disagreeing or agreeing with his views. I just think I want a, a, a coach that can slide under the radar. Right now, I think it's too many alpha males in here. You have Dolan. You have Leon Rose. You got Steve Stout chirping from wherever he's chirping from. You know what I mean? I want the coach to just focus on the team. I want the focus to be on the team. And helping these kids develop. I just, I don't, I would stay away from it, man. I would just stay away from it. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? What do you guys think? Is there anybody in the Jackson Hive in here? I just got a $20 super chat and salute to, um, let me shout him out real quick because that's love. I appreciate it. Four, two times. He says, the only people who hate Mark Jackson are rich billionaires. He says, hire Mark Jackson. So he's a part of the Jackson Hive. He's a part of the Jackson Hive. I'm just, I don't know. Maybe, you know, the, the controversy and the distractions are just unavoidable. You maybe you just can't avoid it being the Knicks and being New York. But I like even the Spike thing, I would never think in a million years that the Knicks and Spike would be beefing to, to, to this point where it just becomes a firestorm in the media. We just can't avoid the negativity, man. And that's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to, have it concentrated on the team, on the players, you know, and, and so I don't know, I, I don't know, but salute to everybody in the chat, and, and 42, appreciate it, uh, appreciate that, that, that love, man, definitely appreciate the support, and you supporting the movement, I want to salute, um, let's salute some more people in the chat, for sure, phone lines up, if you guys want to call in, I'll be on for maybe about uh, 10 more minutes or so, 657-383-1509, if you guys want to call in, I want to shout out some more people in here. Um, let's shout out Pedisance. What's going on? I see you in here. He's a regular. Adele Chapman, how you feeling? Frank Melville in here, how you feeling? Let's see some more. Um, there was somebody in here from Hampton. Well, my home away from home. Salute to JD from West Hempstead. How you feeling? I saw 757 Portsmouth. And chat is going so fast, I can't see it. I'm trying to find uh, Steeler fan 757 Chesapeake in the building. Uh, Dion James, it was Dion James who asked for that shout out. Dion, let me see wh where your comment went. If not, throw your, throw your comment in the chat again. And, uh, I always shout out you 757, uh, Hampton area. Definitely, definitely has some history down there. We got CNU captains, bad Newport news, VA salute to CNU captains. I don't know if that's a little league basketball team, B-ball 360. Academy, Hampton, Virginia. Salute to all you guys, man, down there. Yeah, my VA days. Um, had a good time down there, man. It was definitely uh, a good part of a good part of life. It was down there in VA. Let's go to Philly. Ken, how you feeling, Ken? Yeah, what's going on, man? Can you hear me? Yep, loud and clear, bro. Go ahead. All right. Uh, second time caller. Long time uh, watcher. Okay, no doubt. Thumbs up for your boys. Appreciate it. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Uh, you know it, Ken. You know it. Of course, of course. Yo, I'm for the uh, Kenny Atkinson move, but mm -hmm. only on this. I would love to bring him in, 
as a development coach. Mm. I would love to bring him in. After watching what he did with Karis LeVert, Allen, Joe Harris, I think we need someone like that. If it's not him, at least part of his staff in for our young guys. It feels like our young guys are just not getting the love that they need, whether it's on the court or off the court, there's something missing. And I'm watching all these young teams around us, you know, put their guys out and just let them, let them develop. Like we got Charlotte. Yeah. They got a bunch of young guys. All their veteran guys are pay, playing bench roles for them. You know, Indiana, uh, the Suns, mm-hmm. all these young teams are just letting their guys go. And I feel like we, we're not there. And there's either yeah, you still got Wayne Ellington in here chucking up shots, how- man. And like, listen, I, I understand what Ellington can do, and when he's hot, he's hot. But like, enough already, man. Enough with the Ellingtons, the Bullocks. Give me some more Dotson. Give me some more Trier. Like, let's just let the kids play. You're gonna lose I, anyway. I'm ready for Dot to just let loose. Yeah, you're gonna lose anyway. Just I'm let ready the kids for Dot play. to let loose. Yeah. Uh, for me, that's why I'm not giving up on Knox. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is um. I know you got you're very high on on uh, Brandon Ingram and so is uh, uh, Jay Ellis. Mm-hmm. I'm high on Ingram too, but the thing that I watch from Knox is Knox is in the same situation that Ingram was in L.A., where they gave up on him. They were starting to doubt him. They were thinking he was a bust, and then he just they let him loose. It was it was a trial by fire, and I feel like Knox needs that right now. I need his I need his confidence up. You think about it like this. Remember when Fizz let him loose for the second half of the season last year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we finally got to see him progress. Yeah, I feel like we're not letting him do that this year. Yeah, uh, you know, Kev is such an enigma, man. I don't know what to make of Kev right now. You know, I I don't know what to make of. Kev. That's how people felt about Brandon Ingram. That's true. That 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 is true. They weren't they weren't sure about him either. Um. They're about to give up hope on him. Yeah, I, I think the thing with Ingram is like, you know, he, he finally got the chance to really show himself uh, about out in uh, New Orleans. And man. I think that's what Kev needs. Yeah. I think what that's what Kev needs because, what, it's Ingram's what, third, fourth year? Ingram should be third year. Yeah, because he's coming up on his free agent year. So this should be his third year. The, the, yeah. This should be his third year. So – why can't we give give Knox the benefit of that? Also, I feel like no one wants to. Well, the thing is, with, the thing is with Kev is like, it's just so many things questionable with Kev. Number one, his confidence is completely out the window. Number two, does he oh, yeah. have that oh, yeah. dog in him? Can he, can he dig down deep? And and does he have that competitive fire in him? I haven't seen that consistently. Last not not the last game, maybe like two games in a row. Earlier this week, you saw more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When he played Kev. defense hard, and he was, was playing you know, defense, finding yeah. spots. Right. You know, I got to see that in him. Does he? Does he have that in him? You, you know. Then let him loose. Let him loose to find out. Hey, I'm I'm with you, man. I'm with you. We 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 have nothing to lose, man. We have nothing to lose. Uh, I'm, at this point, I have to I have to question: Is Mike Miller? Going to let them loose, or is he just going to try to, you know, get another job at this point? Well, that that's... because there's no reason why Dot, Kev, Trier shouldn't be running. Just let them go. Season's basically over. Let them have fun. 
Let's yeah. see what we got. Let's see what we got. See what we got to keep, and see if we we can let him let him go. I hear you, man. I hear you, and appreciate the call, Ken. Appreciate that, Ken from Philly. Um, we got two more calls, and we'll wrap up. Michael Ray from Queens. Is this Michael Ray Richardson. <laughs> TP, I've been hearing that all my life. So nah, <laughs> but no, it ain't. I saw um, I saw Michael Ray Richardson at the yo, game, uh, at the Utah game. Matter of fact, yeah, I saw Michael Ray was at the game. He he was there. Yo, quick quick funny story. Me and Michael Ray Richardson got stuck in the same airport, delayed on the same flight. Wow, going from California to New York about about seven years ago. That's funny. And I got to meet him, got to talk to him. He's like, what's your name? I was like, Michael. He was, he was like, Michael what? <laughs> I'm like, nah. I'm like, he got the same name. That's funny, man. But, yo, CP on the rail. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to try to blow through because I, I tried to get on with you yesterday. And, yeah, I was having uh, some know, technical difficulties, the, man. Yeah. All good. Yeah, I, I used having tech difficulties yesterday. So I'm going to try to squeeze yesterday and the day in real quick. Okay. Number one, if you remember the draft day analysis mm-hmm. when the Knicks took Kevin Knox, mm-hmm. the first negative that Fran Fischilla popped up mm-hmm. was a question on Kev's motor. Mm-hmm. Kev's motor has been a question since they drafted him. Yes. And I think the best service that that young man could be done is to send him, not the Chile. He needs a whole new scenery to start fresh. It, it seems like it worked for Brandon Ingram. Whether whether L.A. was toxic or not, it was toxic for him. Yeah, He goes somewhere else, and now he's worth whatever he can get. And I, I'd like him here. Mm-hmm. Number two, if you want to go after a gritty, grindy, verbal, vocal coach, then you don't go after Chris Paul. If you go after a subtle X's and O's guy, then you go get a Chris Paul. The only difference in Chris Paul on our squad versus Jake Kidd from a few years ago and what they bring is the paycheck. If CP wasn't making gross national product of Uganda money, then <laughs> He's making that a rip. really wouldn't be a that wouldn't be a problem bringing him here. He's making a I rip. Want man. Him here. He's making a rip. I think I, I think you're I think you're yeah, he's underselling making, he's his two bags in a box. I think you're underselling his um, contributions to the Thunder this year. He's beasting. He's beasting this year, man. He's still Jason Kidd was on the yeah, way no, no, on the no downside. Doubt. Jason Kidd was more of a locker room presence and a little facilitator here for Nick State. Still helped us very much tremendously, but CP3 is beasting, man. Destroyed us last night. You know, destroyed us last night. Which is why, which is why I would love him here. I think him here is almost a Thibodeau on the floor. If you kind of see the angle I'm taking on that, yeah. so I would like to see him here. Do I want to give him two bags in a box to be here? I mean, in that case, Julius, Mister Guaranteed Triple Turnover, is guaranteed to go out the door. <laughs> Lastly, yo yo. CP, you have a son, right? Mm-hmm. You know when your son is going to do certain things, right? You know when he's going to jump off the couch and run for his toy truck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know when when Randall gets the rock when the turnover is coming. I sit there and call the turnovers. I look like Nostradamus when he plays. Yeah, but 
he got the ball on the right hash, turnover in three seconds. Three, two, one, and they go in the other way. That that that's a given. In terms of Atkinson, mm-hmm. you know what CP for real? I find Miller to be better at post timeout X and O's. There you go, yeah, yeah. And timely substitu- timely substitutions mm-hmm. better than Atkinson. Mm. Atkinson has developed more pro-level players, but you look at the dudes Mike Miller had in the G League and what he did for their games when they you know, came to the big squad. So I think in some ways they're kind of the same coach. So if the devil you know is much better than the devil you don't know, I got to kind of stick with Miller before I run off the Atkins. And, and I ain't going to type no more of your time, brother. Appreciate it, Michael I'll Ray. you call next time. Yeah, man. Know. Appreciate the call, man. Great call, Appreciate man. you, bro. Yeah, man. Good points. Good, good points. Def, definitely good points by Michael Ray. He's saying, hey, man, if, if you know, if, if Miller's here, why not just keep it? My, why not just keep it? And, you know, you heard Eve complaining how Atkinson wasn't a good exes and old guy. We've seen that Miller can be a good X's and O's guy. At least we're seeing that the team has uh, executed a lot better under Miller than under Fizz after the timeouts and so on. Yeah, it's interesting, man. It's interesting. It's still a talent league, no doubt about it. It's still a talent league. Well, listen, my TAC is whether it's Miller, whether it's Tibbs, whether it's Atkinson, we need, I've been saying this even when Fizz was here, we need stability, man. We need stability. Look at Frank and Dot, the two elder statesmen on the team by, by experience. They, if they're on the team next year, they will be under their fourth head coach. Four. Four. You had Hornacek. You had, uh, uh, you had Fizz. Miller. They will be under their fourth head coach. We need, we need stability. How are you going to keep, how are you going to keep yo-yoing guys in and out and expect the team to grow? Guys are going to be so confused by the X's and O's, confused by the messages. We got to keep some sort of stability here, man. And and part of that, I think, is, again, being patient with the process. Being patient with the process. Like, you need that. You need that. I even hear people talk about, oh, let's bring Brett Brown in. All of a sudden, Brett Brown is, is, is you know, all world. From where he came from, they couldn't wait to drag him out of Philly. So much for trust in the process. But Embiid and Simmons came around. Now they're not gonna they're not gonna win anything significant, but they're much better. And now Brett Brown's reputation improved. Got it. We need some consistency, man. I can't keep seeing guys in and out. New regime, new president, new coach all the time. Remember, you guys, if you guys like RJ Barrett, remember, man. This kid's family is very invested in his success. I just met I met his father. I was talking to his father during the jazz game. I was in the Delta Lounge talking to his pops for a little bit. You know, there's a reason Porzingis was ready to haul ass out of here. We've got to show competence here in terms of building this thing. Whether it's the infrastructure, the practice facility, if you think that's important, do it. Dolan has money, do it. Bring in a coach here and leave him and let him do his job. Bring in a GM here and let him build. Don't trade away our picks, but let him build it. A competent, a competent front office exec. Mills wasn't the right right person. 
But we need that. We need that stability, man. We need that stability. So, that is uh, what I want to say. That That's what I want to say. I think we got one more call on the line, and then we'll wrap up. Roland from Queens, you the closer tonight, man. Roland, how you feeling, man? Yo. Yo, what up, CP? How's it going, man? How you feeling, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, yeah, man, I, I just want to say, I think I think we got to go after Kenny Atkinson, man. You know why? I mean... So from 2008, so 2008 to 2012, he was with us with D'Antoni, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, from 2013 to 16, he was on the Budenholzer with the Hawks. So I think there was a season there where, like, on the Budenholzer, like, they won, like, 60 games, right? Yeah. 2014-15. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, the guy has, like, he's come. I'm, yeah? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying Budenholzer, I mean, that year with the Hawks. I mean, you had six All-Stars, five, six All-Stars. You know, they were all world. They just couldn't right. get they, they, the, the LeBron effect. They just couldn't get past LeBron. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. I think, you know, you got to get guys that have good, you know, he, he's, he's got the offensive stuff from D'Antoni. You know, Budenholzer got some defense. You know, I think we got to go after him. I'll, I'll take him over, like, before I take someone like Mark Jackson, you know, if anybody I'd bring back is JVG. But I don't know, man. Like, I, I agree with you totally. We need some sort of stability here. It's either for me, it's got to be Atkinson or it's got to be Miller, right? Let these guys develop or because we just keep, you know, like you said, was this the, new, the fourth coach? I was looking up a stat, man. It said that Karis LeVert was drafted in 2016, right? Yeah. And he, uh, he went from eight points a game to 17 points a game, right? Mm-hmm. The year after that, we took Frank. And Frank went from nine points a game to ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like there's no development, you know. None of these yeah. guys can flourish. The only reason why RJ is killing it is because you know the Duke can ball, right? Like he's a, he's a, he's a, he's talented, right? I don't know, man. But yo, shout out to you, shout out to Jay Ellis, bro. Oh yo, big up Jamaica, man. I'm guy needs. Yo, oh uh, bless up, bless up, bless up, Reggie. Of course, man. Of course, man. <laughs> Appreciate the call, man. And uh, hope to see you out, man. If you're in the area, uh, next time we do something, I think will be for the lottery, man. So definitely come out. Last night was a good time. So definitely come out. All right, CP. Have a good one, man. All right, bless up, bro. Check it. Uh, check you later, man. You know what I said? Roland was a closer, but my man Leroy from ATL just checked in. I got to hear from him. Leroy, I'm going to make you the closer. We in overtime right now. So, Leroy, go ahead with your point, man. Go ahead, man. Hey, Chief. Thank you so much. How you doing? Good, man. How you feeling, bro? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Thank you for giving me this last opportunity. No I just got a quick thing to share. You know, we New York is known for a lot of coaches. I'm the St. Dominic's area. Rick Pitino, Billy Donovan, Billy D. Kevin Willis, yeah, McKillop, who mm-hmm. coached Davidson, who actually was the one who pushed uh, Stephon Curry, Atkinson. I don't think people realize, but that Long Island area produced a lot of NBA coaches. Yeah, and a yeah. Lot I'm of from Long Island, players. man. That's what we do. We ball, Leroy. You know, we ball. So you know, I'm, I'm retired about. now, but yeah, we, man, we, we ball. We understand out. basketball. Yeah, of course. We understand. Am I right, man? We understand basketball, and I think the biggest thing you see, you're hitting the nail on the head so much. I gotta, I gotta give you props, man. I wish people would listen to your broadcast who's inside the Knicks organization. <laughs> we need. We need legitimate stability for player development. Mm-hmm. We really do. And, and one of the things that people are doing 
that is terrible for NBA teams is you cannot measure an NBA team by their ability that year or next year to win a championship. That can't be your goal. Your goal has to be incrementally to develop your team. True. Because if you if you just keep talking about coaches and winning championships and getting free agents and, and, win, and winning championships, that's what the problem is. That's what makes your franchise weak because it doesn't have any incremental growth to it. If we we just buckle down and just give us a coach and player development and just stick with what we have. Staff-wise and player development-wise, we can get out of this hole. It's not impossible. People yeah. talk like it's impossible. It's not impossible. We just need to calm down. And I think everything you're saying is the key to it. Atkinson was a great coach. We all know that. He had, the, he had a great system. His players improved under him. And making this move like this, has, to me, has everything to do, my opinion, with Kevin Durant and, and, and Kyrie Irving coming there. Definitely. If, they, if they didn't come there, man, and I want everybody to lost you a little bit. What was that? It would have been a better team if, 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 if Kyrie... And, 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 and Kevin had not come there. The Knicks would have been a better team than they were last year. And they would have been a better team than they are this year. This chasing stars concept, if they don't win championships, this whole experiment was a bust. Yeah. I think they're messing up these teams by bringing in these superstars in there instead of saying, let these guys develop. Because nobody thought Stephon Curry was going to be that good. Nobody thought that. Yeah. Nobody. He was picked number eighth, and, and nobody thought that. But because of Jackson working with him and developing him and putting confidence in him, look what happened. The Nets had a great team, and I think they're getting ready to mess it up. I think they're getting messed up. We probably. just learn from them. And when we get a you, – you, huh? You agree? I, I say, yeah, probably. But that makes me happy. <laughs> so it, it is It is what it is. Burn the whole thing down. Barclay said in all torts, the whole thing. Kyrie's about to burn that whole thing down, man. I'm good with it. I'm happy about it. Yo, if I could get the phone and give Max's ear, Stephen A's ear, I want to tell him, man, you never going to get rid of a real Knicks fan. Yeah. You can forget that. Facts. I don't care if it's Dolan is coaching it, and I don't care if, if, if Charlie Brown is coaching it. We are diehard Knicks fans. We're not giving up our team for nobody. Yeah, man. That's the bottom line. Absolutely. Man. Appreciate the call, Leroy. Thanks for man. listening to me, man. Of course, man. Enjoy the weekend, man. Yeah, I hope he burns it all to the ground, man. I just, I just got kicked out for a second. Um, uh, program shut down. Hope you guys are back up and running. But yeah, man, definitely. Listen, appreciate everybody for uh, calling in. So it was a good show, man. Just wanted to check the temperature, man. Whenever these things come out, it, it's not necessarily about uh, uh, you know thinking that the Knicks are gonna get this guy, that guy. Just want to say, you know, check the temperature. What do you guys think? What do you guys think about? Potentially Kenny Atkinson, should the Knicks be interested? Do you think that would be a, a, a good move for them? What do you guys think about it, man? Hit that thumbs up button for you boys before you guys head out. Definitely, let me um, say a couple things. Number one, definitely appreciate everybody for tuning in. All the hashtag news. Um, let me shout out a couple, a lot of super chats that came in. Got to make sure I do that. Um, definitely want to shout out Danny Thomas four two times for the super chats. Thomas Doyle says... Uh, 
Nets are going to bless us and get Mark Jackson so we can. Anyway, hit that thumbs up for your boy, Thomas Doyle. Appreciate it. Mr. William1072 says, a.k.a. Michael Ray, thanks for giving me five minutes. Michael Ray, appreciate the super chat, man. $5 super chat for Michael Ray. Alan Berman says he's got another five hours on Mark Jackson's ticket to Brooklyn. Please let it happen. So that's that's pretty funny, man. Appreciate it. And Alex Trotaros, my guy on Twitter, man. Make sure you guys follow him on Twitter as well. Thanks for the super chat, man. Definitely appreciate everybody's support. I'll give you guys back your Saturday's beautiful day in New York. Hopefully it's uh, also as good wherever you guys are at. Make sure you share these videos, man. Share it on Twitter right now if you're a Twitter user with hashtag PostGameNYK. And we'll throw you into our Twitter DM group. That's a private group to keep the conversation going even after the show. Also, remember this show is available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa. Remember, if you're a podcast listener, it's always available in podcast format. So salute to everybody on the road, all my drivers, my, my Uber drivers, my truck drivers, everybody on the road and on the grind. We appreciate you guys as well. And uh, the merch, if you want to continue to support this show, check out some of the merch. We got some new designs in the works, but uh, some of our old ones are still selling. You guys will see Mitchell Robinson wearing the Mitch Please t-shirts coming up to the game. So Mitch has been a supporter of this channel from day one, and, and uh, we, we definitely appreciate it, man. So that is that. Uh, like I said, hit that subscribe button for your boy. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. We're four away from 200. Four more likes away from 200, so hit that thumbs up button to get us to 200 likes. I'm going to show you guys, some of you guys are watching on the phone, and you don't know how to uh, how to hit that thumbs up, so let me show you. I mean, some people, it's, it might not be as, uh, it might not be as uh, obvious, so let me just show you guys what you got to do here, all right? All right, here we go. This is from the... Uh, this is from the show yesterday, the CP3 show. So all you got to do, hit that thumbs up right there. See the thumbs up, thumbs down? Hit that thumbs up right on the video. Right on the video. You may have your, you may have your chats up like this. So what you got to do is you got to X out the chat. And then hit the thumbs up. Hit that thumbs up right there. It's going to help tell YouTube that this is the number one show for the fans by the fans. It's going to promote the show. It's going to bring more people in, more people to the chat, more people on the phones, more fans. So I'm going to do my part. You guys do your part. And this show will continue to keep rocking, man. So anyway, have a great weekend, people. Tomorrow, I got Tommy D on the show. We're going to talk about Cole Anthony. What do you guys think about the draft prospects of Cole Anthony? Tommy D has studied Cole Anthony uh, at length. And we're going to get into the pros, the cons, strengths, weaknesses, all of that, and fit on the Knicks. So enjoy the rest of your Saturday. I'll check you guys tomorrow, man. Peace. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. 
Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.